And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. On today's episode of The Glue Guys, wow, Brian, Mike. emergency pod. We did oh it. Oh my gosh. We did it. We really uh, did it. Paul Millsap, someone that Brian has been talking about for, I mean, literally since the NBA began. Um, I have his name his, tattooed on my ribs, Mike. I didn't tell you that. <laughs> he is joining your Brooklyn Nets. Uh, his agent tells Sham Sharania of The Athletic, and this is an emergency pod. We're going to talk about that, and I think that move has a ripple effect Ooh. to another Nets current big man who likely won't be a big man for the Nets any longer. Okay. Tease. That's a okay. tease. Big tease. Big tease. <laughs> the glue guys this is mike here say hello brian hello. check us out on twitter at bk glue guys netsdaily.com hop into the discord link for the discord is in our twitter bio um we're on tiktok youtube it's also in the in the youtube description the down down below yeah we're, we're everywhere we're, we're a multi-media coastal monster. coastal media yeah. elite before we get going with the show, this episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together with the best of live and on demand. Learn more at directtv.com. How are you, Brian? So good to see your face. We I've been good. Yeah, I've been good. It's been this is the slow time of year. You don't expect bombs to be dropped and to get shelled <laughs> with bombs. <laughs> Like it's WWI, you know, trench warfare. Uh, but we're getting shelled. You're, you're gonna go over the first one. I, I was gonna go to London one. bombings. <laughs> I was thinking first. that's what I was gonna go. But then that would make like, unfortunately, Woj and Sham Sharania the Nazis. And, and I don't want to. I don't want to make a Nazi comparison this <laughs> sure, early in the show. You sure, you sure don't, Mike. Unless not. But uh, yeah, so we're getting. Shams we're, is a <laughs> colleague of mine. So yeah, I not even that. better. No. Um, yeah, so we're getting shelled with news, Mike, and it was so unexpected. We were. I think both of us were uh, doing what we do in the off season, drinking pina, virgin pina coladas on the beach, um, <laughs> and we had to get rested off our beach chairs. And here we are. Um, I let's, think let's do I actually it. think a virgin pina colada is worse for you than a a fully unvirginized. You think so? You think there's more? I, I would think the alcohol is better for you than the actual than the rest the other ounce colada. of pina colada mix, like <laughs> yeah. the awful sugar. Um, maybe, maybe. We breaking news. This is an official emergency pod. Breaking glass as I speak. Uh, Paul Millsap of the Denver Nuggets has agreed to sign with your Brooklyn Nets. Um, Brian, I mean, right off the cuff, tell me how excited you are. Are, are you through the moon? Right well, now? you know, I'd kind of moved on to be honest. <laughs> to be honest with you, so it's a it's a little strange to to be back in the position of. 
of um being being stoked but i'm stoked yeah i'm i'm super happy i think this makes i think this makes our off season just undeniably a solid a to a plus um amazing there's yeah. no there's no there's really nothing else you can you can dream for it. There's people talking about LaMarcus Aldridge and stuff like that, but I think that this really, you know, having just a dedicated post defender is the missing piece. That's sort of where Paul Millsap does most of his damage at this stage in his career. He's getting on in years, Mike, as they say. Yeah, he's um, quite old at this but point. But he's still dynamic. He can, you know, he does his little elbow jumper boy stuff, which is, you know, a lot of what you were going to get from LaMarcus Aldridge. You know, weird to compare them to, but I feel like I have to because that was... No, no, they, there's a comparison point there sure. for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in general, I feel very positive about the signing. I, I, I do. Too. I mean, it's I'm sure it's for the minimum. I think that's all the Nets can do at this point. So there's no cost to it. Like, so I'm going to talk about some quote negatives of okay. Paul Millsap, but like, really, what are the negatives? Like he, he, if you look at all the available options that were out there as of this week now, now this is a meme and I understand. And I apologize to everyone who listens to the show. I think if you listen to the show for a long time, you know how I'm going to feel. There was another big man that was signed by another Eastern conference team this week. Mm. That big man is named taco fall. And I would have loved Taco you're, Fall, you're, as you're a childlike, your childlike wonder of just tall, of just tall <laughs> men. Just, I think it never, was because yeah. when I was young, I did see Yao Ming play okay. uh, basketball, and that just forever that changed big. my life. Of like tall man, that yeah. good. That's how I. Uh, so I'm, but I'm kidding about Taco Fall, obviously. Uh, even though I don't know if you saw this, uh, Jared Allen tweeted out Stat Muse. Stat Muse had a lineup of. The Cavs could trot out a lineup of Jared Allen, Laurie Markinen, Kevin Love, Taco Fall, and Evan Mobley. Mm. And Jared Allen retweeted that and said 82 and 0, um, which I agree with. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see it. Yeah. Let's have fun in the NBA. Paul Millsap, I mean, this is, there's no negatives. I'm going to say some negatives, some worrying signs if we're thinking that he's going to be this. That's, that's our ultra, brand, really, is to, is yeah, to go right piece. into the, you know, but, the but misgivings. But here are the positives, yeah. right? This guy's been on a, the Denver Nuggets for many, many seasons, a constant contender in the league. He started for many of those years. Now, last year, he started about half the games. His numbers in terms of minutes per game declined over the season a bit, but he still averaged about 21 minutes a game. His, I know you love per 36. Huge. But his his averages were basically the same per 36 last year as they have been in previous years. He's just a low-volume bro right now but nine points five rebounds two assists 34 percent from three in my mind you know there was a time when it was maybe thought oh maybe the nets are going to get pj tucker right mm -hmm. because pj tucker went to texas even though you know him and kevin durant like yelled at each other a bunch in the series it looked like they could maybe still it was that kind of relationship they're just sort of they like to yell at each other sure um P.J. Tucker obviously went to Miami, and I think he's getting $10 million a year, which is way too much money. Um, Paul Millsap is basically less switchy, but way better offensive player P.J. Tucker, in my mind. Like Interesting. Like, P.J. Tucker was horrific offensively by, even even though he was with Milwaukee when they won the title, he, he contributed nothing. I mean, yeah. particularly if we go back to the Brooklyn Nets series, <clears throat> P.J. Tucker did nothing, but defensively... 
yeah. Tucker's more of a pest. I think of him more as like up. Marcus Smart without offense, or like you know, because I just <laughs> PJ Tucker. <laughs> yeah, PJ Tucker. I just feel like PJ, that sounds about right too. PJ Tucker trends more guard, like guarding. He, he guards guards. He's, he's a bulkier dude. I, mean, I get he, it. He can you can switch, and that's, a, that's what makes him he special. He played center for the Rockets. When yeah, he was on the totally. Rockets. I mean, I get it. Like, that's what makes him like sort of, that's the one thing that makes him dynamic, you know, is that he's a switchable defender. Um, but yeah, I mean, Paul Millsap undeniably has like, you know, especially going back over the years has had a lot more. Um, he's got a lot more in the bag than, than a PJ Tucker. Um, and even sure. still, he's got to like, he's his like post playmaking is pretty good. Like he can still operate like he's throwing dimes. I will say the one thing, and if we're, again, we're kind of looking at for, you know, just it's a podcast. We do like good, a little good and bad. He hasn't, <laughs> he's, he's missed a fair bit of games. Like that's one, that's one thing that I'm a sure. little bit got an eye for just looking out, but still his like, you know, general like playmaking stuff. Um, he doesn't play as much, but like, you know, back in the day, he was one when he was with the Hawks. He's sort of uh, one of those kind of emerging playmaking fours that you see in like a lot of, but you know, you don't get enough of. Yeah, and and he seems like he's like the all the buzz about him, like personally, like great locker room guy, good leader. Uh, Marks had even talked about, I think it was a couple of weeks ago in a press conference about how the Nets needed to address rebounding. Paul Millsap can do that for you, right? Like he can be playing on bench units. And the thing I kind of love about it, if you're really thinking about it, I don't, so we're not going to do projected starting lineups necessarily right now. Okay. I think Blake is the starting center for this team. Um, but Paul Millsap in a bench role with James Harden running yeah. the show. It's pretty slick. It, like that, he's like, Paul Millsap is the perfect sort of like, bigger guy he's not he's not a pick and roll center but he's he can stretch the fl- floor he's, he's enough pick, he's picking pop he's picking pop he's picking pop yeah. and there, there's enough there you know mm-hmm. um and it's actually like if you look up that lineup like let's say james harden's out there claxton's probably the center and pick and roll options with that you have paul Millsap on the wing maybe cam thomas is out there shooting maybe. the ball at this point patty mills is out there i mean there's there's a lot of flexibility and a lot of shooting in the Nets bench lineup, again, not that Paul Millsap's an amazing shooter, but he's league average, and he can do it. And I think particularly now this year, he's going to get like amazing number of open looks. You're right. I think you said at the beginning, and it's 100 percent right. The, the totality of the Nets off season has been a masterpiece mm. by Sean Marks. I mean, it, this is again, this is what happens when you're the upper crust of the NBA, you get more and more. It's like if you're a celebrity and you go to the Oscars and they give you free swag, like they give you bags with beats, headphones Mm. and foot massagers and exfoliators. Yeah. They just give it to you for free because you're famous. The nets are of that level. Now they're so famous. They just get free stuff. They don't have to pay for anything. Free exfoliation, no extra charge. I will say now looking back through his like recent years, just trying to like, pick like there's actually like 2019 2020 was a pretty sick year for him shooting percentage yeah. wise and just overall production wise like he's not far removed at all from being from shooting 43 percent from three almost 50 from two um and starting 48 games out of the 51 that he played um you know he's it's real replace jeff green style nummies right there yeah, that's what's funny is they basically mm. traded Jeff Green to the Nuggets and got back Paul Millsap. Yeah. You'd rather have – I'll ask you the question. Would you rather have Jeff Green or Paul Millsap? It's, you know, 
it's a sort of devil you know situation. We love friend of the show, Hefe Converde. If Paul Milsa wants to come on the show, then it'll be that might might even things out a little bit in my mind. But <laughs> as of yet, you know, I gotta go Hefe Converde. Plus also he's the only guy that can has ever dunked the basketball for the Nets in the last, you know, six years. So that's not true. That's factually not true, but you know what I mean. He's he was yeah. one of the only dunkers, real dunkers. Can I do a, a quick diversion for a sec? Uh, if you have to, if you must. So we're a very powerful podcast, right? Incredibly. Like we we have a Co- lot of coastal, sway. Coastal elite. We're we're constantly in touch with the Nets because they they just want their players to be on the sh- our show, and we kind of like say like now's not the right time. We'd rather we, have. We want to stay objective, honestly. Yeah. We yeah. Well, yeah, we'll take Timothy Lukwakaparo, but we don't want Kevin Durant. Yeah. Right. Like that's kind of the conversations that we have. Um, beyond the big three like i'm sure we would want harden durant or irving what are your top three non-big three nets that you'd want to bring on the show i mean because i mean i think blake's like number one at this point blake's a good one that's a good one did you see the thing where they were at the uh the tennis uh i don't know it was the u.s open i don't know tennis and <laughs> they got one they got, off the, to a, it off, was the U.S. Open. Off to a good start. And uh, <laughs> the announcer, they pan over to Blake and Joe Harris, and they acknowledge Blake Griffin, but not Joe Harris. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's so on brand for Joe yeah, Harris. That's perfect. Really fits the brand. They um, probably just thought Joe Harris was a ball boy. Like, <laughs> I want to get Joe Harris on here. I got to see if there's, you know, if there's something under the hood. What's if, in if, there? If, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some. Like, like, does he love Bravo? Like, the, does he watch? I'm waiting for the other, the other, you know, the foot to drop. Like, if there's a Dennis Rodman subconscious character that's going to, like, burst through one day and he'll just, you know, be a wild <laughs> character. <laughs> You know? I mean, Joe should come in with like the leopard print hair. I think that people would. <laughs> I, think, I don't know what people I, would, I think even people do would with really that. enjoy that. This is. Do you know that they're yeah. making like a Dennis Rodman movie, but only about that forty-eight hour period, like in the finals where he like went to Vegas oh, and great. like went on a bender for forty-eight. I mean, they days. did make the Dennis Rodman story. Have you seen that movie? No, it's a strange. It's a strange. Almost feels like made is for this, TV movie. It might actually have been a made for TV movie. Uh, it's a real thing. It's a feature famous? length. Uh, I can't. I'll look it up. Well, you keep talking. I'll look it up. Um, so I'm excited about that film. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I would go Blake. I would go Joe just because of the longevity of of him being with the Nets at this point. And, you know, I think we could psychologically get him to a place where he can forget about the playoffs. Like, I, I, I'm really confident in my abilities uh you know my wife is becoming sort of what what's called a life coach but he she's it's a she's not really like teaching people about their life but there's a lot of techniques that i'm learning from her that i feel like you know could be applied it's all about what you can do going forward so joe harris is number two honestly number three at this point it's really tough like cam thomas i almost just want to like have a conversation with to be like you have this insane ability you have this you're gifted you worked so hard to get here. Like I would have had the conversation with him just to be like, just think about passing the ball a little bit more. We're just standing and shooting. Like, just think about it a little bit more. This think of me as like your future self coming back into the past to tell you like, Hey, if you just shoot open threes, you're going to make $200 million in your career. I'm just, um, I'm just, just coming back that. from looking at the Dennis Rodman story, IMDb, and so oh, you're talking to Cam Thomas. Good, I was just yeah. Well, just we coming back. Me, and, yeah. <laughs> there's there's nobody famous, but it was from 1998. 
um, starring Cherboy. Wow, 98, they had the Dennis Rodman movie. Dwayne Adway, director Jean de Sagonzac. Sagonzac. De Zag. Sagonzac. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyways, go check that out. That's a, that's a journey. That's a ride. Um, so back to, well, let's do this. We'll take a quick break. Coming back more Paul Millsap. Okay. And I think the ripple effect on the lineup plus who may not be a net because Paul Millsap is a net. Good. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man of the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back, Brian. Good to be back. Good to be um, back. Yeah. So just to like put a bow on Paul Millsap. Right. Like if you if you said, what was the Nets biggest weakness? I would say it's an actual center, which Paul Millsap is not, but then rebounding. Dedicated rebounders. Paul Millsap is about as good as you're going to do for an experienced big role player who has been in playoff series before and can shoot some has ability to do a little bit more on the floor than just shoot corner threes. Like he does, you know, have sort of more of a mid range game and post game that he can rely on a little bit. Awesome move. Mm. Um, But this news followed some other news that we had this week. This from Sham Shirani and Alex Schiffer was that DeAndre Jordan and the Nets are working towards parting ways via a contract buyout. Jordan is increasingly unlikely to be part of the organization moving forward, but the sides have not made a final decision. Jordan, and then they note, Jordan did not appear in the Nets' last 16 games of the t- t- season in playoffs. Mm. Do you think Paul Millsap signing here means that, like, d- like we're going to post this pod at, you know, 1230 PM on Thursday. Do you think like we're going to find out pretty quickly that DeAndre Jordan's not going to be part of this team? Uh, I mean, everything seems to be separate things. Uh, that's an interesting way of framing it. I, um, I mean, 
now that I think about it, the timing of it seems pretty suspicious. Um, but especially since, you know, there's rumblings of uh, general non-interest in, in Paul Millsap uh, throughout the, the course of the offseason. Just rumblings, just some rumblings about this. Uh, but yeah, so the timing of that is a little suspicious. Uh, knowing our podcast and the hex that has been put a put upon it uh, i wouldn't be surprised if not seconds after we posted it deandre jordan gets bought out um as is tradition around here um but yeah i guess it, i mean <laughs> to think of it as a one-to-one you know it's not it's usually not a good way to do that but it seems pretty like pretty timely i guess the whole thing yes yeah they the reason why i say that is probably well one they're like somewhat similar positions obviously deandre is more of a true center and Millsap's more of a four mm-hmm. but here, here, here is the Nets lineup. Okay, just it's stuffed. At guard, it's Kyrie Harden, Javon Carter, Patty Mills, Bruce Brown, Cam Thomas. Okay, those are that is a th- they had six players at guard that probably all deserve to play. This was a hockey team; mm. they'd have three lines already of forwards going to forward: Joe Harris, KD, James Johnson, DeAndre Bembry, Kessler Edwards, and Alize Johnson. Now that kind of is thin. But that's there's at least four of those guys are going to play. There's also and some the, if riffraff with Elizabeth Johnson's guarantees and things like that as well, which is right. whatever. What a, yeah. And, and then the bigs, I put Claxton, Blake, Millsap, Dayron Sharp, and DeAndre Jordan. Now, obviously, Blake can play the four. Millsap could play the four. Claxton could even play the four if you're, you know, if you wanted to and put him next to Dayron Sharp for some minutes or whatever. But then DeAndre Jordan, that's five bigs that are on this team. Um, that is an overstuffed roster. They, again, they didn't play DeAndre Jordan at the end of last year. There, we have reports that, going back to the draft, that they were trying to dump him for a first-round pick. Mm. I mean, I don't know what would turn the tide to bring DeAndre back, unless if DeAndre was simply like, he, if he knows that if he gets put out there in free agency, he's not going to be picked up at all. Right. Right. If he'd rather just like get free Brooklyn Nets gear and continue to cash those checks as opposed to like starting a cooking show for Bleacher Report. Like, I think those are the two. Like, so Sham Sharani had reported that the Lakers may be interested in DeAndre Jordan. It's very, very Lakers thing to, to do. Please have him yeah. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that, like, there's like somebody made a YouTube video about that, and the Lakers, Lakers fandom are stoked on bigs that are like set, like, you know, veteran bigs who used to be bouncy just because of the JaVale McGee years, I guess. Like, and every, just, they just seem to really like those types of players. Obviously, Drummond and Dwight Howard, they, they were stoked on it. They were like, dude, game over. We got DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> I was like, you guys, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there, there, there's a lack of knowledge there about what's, I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll admit it. Like, and I, I still kind of think this. Like, I don't, I don't disagree with this. I think if DeAndre was on this team, like they should play him and give him some minutes. Like, I don't think he's like such a negative that if he's on the floor, he's hurting the team to that degree. I'll see. But it, it's obvious they don't want, like, they just don't want him here. Yeah. At this point, something must have curdled. Um, they, I think they obviously like. I think they handled it pretty well because the curdling. Does not seem to it doesn't seem to have leaked, you know, anywhere that there's like some real truly like bad blood. But you know, buyout situations generally beget that kind of curdling that we're talking about. Like the Ben Simmons situation as a weird kind of you know proxy um, is 
is like that's that's curdling gone very wrong. Like Ben Simmons has maybe overplayed his his hand here, Mike. Um, I'm not like well, maybe drawing a direct comparison, but. There, there's some um, yeah. produce, whether it's an onion, <laughs> a potato, or a banana, where if you put it with other produce, right, right. It as it's aging, it, yeah. or it, it, it like it saves wor- it, yeah, yeah. What is that? Is it a banana? I forget what it is. Yeah, I mean, the one thing is like if you keep the seed in the avocado, that like magically keeps it from going bad. You know that right. kind of thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. But the, so <laughs> Ben Simmons is is a is a it's a, it's a seedless pitless, avocado, <laughs> a, a peedless, pitless avocado, That's and right. he's just he's just sucking the life yeah. out of the Sixers at this point, except they're denying that it's going to be the case. Um, but he, yeah, he I, must think that he's going to golden state or Miami to be acting this way. Like you must really think that somebody cool and competitive is going to want to trade some for him, which I, I don't know that that's going to be the case. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I know that this, uh, like there's no trade. I think that really makes sense in this way. Like I'm interested and no one's mentioned this. I'm interested like Dallas Mavericks getting Ben Simmons, because Simmons with like Luka Doncic, I know Luka probably just needs shooters around him. But if you're running like a pick and roll situation with Luka and Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons plays the defense, Luka plays the offense. Dallas needs like another star. And I again, I don't know if it's Simmons. Um, I don't know. There, there's something to me that's interesting about that. Um, yeah, I can see it. Something. Can I just say, though, I'm enjoying the fact that the 76ers, you know, the team that all last season, Nets fans, we were all focused on, right? Mm. Embiid stoppers and all that stuff. Yeah. That was the team that was constantly thrown in the Nets' face of, like, when the Nets play the 76ers, mm-hmm. they're going to lose. I I mean, if they whatever they get back for, for Ben Simmons, I'm, it won't worry me, unless if it's Damian Lillard or Bradley Beal. And they're not going to get those guys back for Ben Simmons at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, should should we even spend any energy on DeAndre Jordan on the Nets? Like, do you think there's a, an, a remote possibility that like he's to a try part to keep, of this team? like to keep him here? Yeah. Do you think he's going to be here at all? Like, do you think? Do you think? Because like, there's two. There's a couple ways this could go. They could trade him somehow. They could find a team to take on his contract, and the Nets give up draft picks or young players. They buy him out for a little for a little bit less money or they just pay him to go away like fully paid be like we won't even take back any money just please leave our team i don't think there's any chance that he's going to play for the team now i think once the buyout stuff leaks it gets really hard to like people are just like i'm not gonna i'll just wait i'll just you know i don't need to go <laughs> to go crazy and get ahead of the deandre jordan waiver wire market like i'll just wait for that to happen um so i do think it's destined for that i mean although it's Weird that you hear about like he's they're looking to buy out and then it doesn't happen sort of right away. But again, we haven't posted the podcast yet, so only then will that happen. You know, if yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's leaking that? Right? <laughs> is that is that simply like is that come from the net side because they want they basically want to see if anyone jumps and gives them a call and be like, hey, we'll take DeAndre off your hands for this, right? Or is it coming from DeAndre's side to see if teams start calling them and saying, hey, if DeAndre gets bought out, we'd be interested in bringing him in, right? I I guess it's probably more realistic from DeAndre's side for leaking that at this point because they want to know if he has a home in the Mm -hmm. NBA. Yeah. Can I apologize for something? Oh, Mike, what'd you do? Michael? June June 30th, 2000, was it 2019? Michael. When, was it? Yeah, 2019, <laughs> when Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and DeAndre Jordan signed mm. with the Nets. Yeah. Clean sweep. Clean sweep. 
I defended, and I think you did too, but I'll just put myself in this, defended that DeAndre Jordan contract pretty, pretty fiercely. I remember thinking, oh, you know, because at the time they were like, you know, four-year, $40 million contract. Yeah. That's an absolute, that's a debacle. A lot of people were saying that. And I was saying at the time, I was like, I don't know. I mean, can't he be a decent center still in the NBA? Def- defend to the death like you're talking about. I'm not sure. Go middle of the road on, which is much more likely for us, I think. I think we I think we went middle of the road <laughs> on it, if I can remember. Yeah. I guess defending it at all felt like defending it yeah. to the death because <laughs> yeah. so many people were negative about it. Yeah. I mean, we all know that that was the tax that was needed that's, to get. That's Kevin Durant tax. Yeah. Let's yeah. You would tax. do that. Who's the better friend? Is because they don't seem all that like for them to be like the three amigos. Is like I mean, Kevin and and Kyrie seem tight, but DeAndre never like I don't know. He's <laughs> it's like yeah. um um yeah. And I'm trying to think of like a uh, of a three like the Van, a, Van Halen brothers. <laughs> sure, I guess. Sure, there were two of them, right? In the, uh, you know what's really you know what's really embarrassing is the thing that came to mind, and I didn't immediately say it, but I this is, is the sweetest Please. thing, the film, the sweetest thing, starring Cameron <laughs> Diaz and Christina Applegate, and then also Selma Blair, who's very conspicuously the third friend who's not as close as the other well, two. They don't go on I the road trip with the, the, the third friend. To bring in more, it's Sex in the City. <laughs> yeah, where sure Kim Cattrall's not; she's not coming back she's for not. the reboot. She's not, and DeAndre Jordan is kind of a Kim Cattrall. If we're if we're picking, okay, killer comparison. I know you probably did. You watch Sex in the City? I'm, of course, yeah. Okay, quite, Who, quite a killer lot. Killer comparison. Of, yeah. Nets <laughs> yeah. and Sex in the City characters. Have you seen? Ha, that's a great one. Have you seen? Just to sorry to interrupt. The Kim Cattrall yeah. YouTube video of like it's like HBO doing a behind the scenes like like looking at her house and she's like scatting with a her like boyfriend slash maybe domestic partner or husband i can't tell is like playing an upright bass and she's scatting on top of it have you seen this i'll <laughs> no, put i'll put this so i'll somehow get this into the youtube video or something because it's it's truly it'll shed so much light on why things aren't working out with kim cattrall because it's it's massively embarrassing yeah um but but to follow a, through a, but a killer comparison on yeah obviously that, yeah. kevin durant's carrie bradshaw yeah oh right yeah. yes Yes, but like really, she's probably more of a Kyrie. The thing is, personality-wise, James Harden is the Samantha. I feel like that's the <laughs> that's sort of because he's definitely not Charlotte. That's for sure. No, yeah, Joe Harris is Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is good. This is good. This is sting. And Cynthia Nixon, I forget what Miranda. Miranda. Steve, Miranda. Steve like poops his pants. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> Steve. Who? Steve is Steve Nash. No. <laughs> that character. Anyway, sorry. I don't know why that's so funny. But the episode. Yeah, the men in that show are always <laughs> phenomenal. Skidmarks. Shoot. Okay, sorry. Back in. Uh, sorry. We'll move we'll at that. So. So no, we're not <laughs> excited for the reboot. Um, Sex in the City, and it'll probably come out in tandem with the NBA season. Yeah. Um, can I tell you something I don't, I I don't fully understand quite sure. yet. So Shams also had a report yesterday that I'll I'll just read the story. This is on the Athletic, and if you want to get behind that paywall, go to oh. theathletic.com/slash/glueguys. Now's your chance. Um, but I'm just gonna read it. And I don't fully understand what's happening. Okay. Unvaccinated NBA players on the Nets, Knicks, and Warriors will not be allowed to play home games 
Due to COVID-19 policies set forth by local government, sources told The Athletic on Wednesday, the local requirements in the city and San Francisco will bar unvaccinated players from entering their home arenas or facilities for game or team events unless they have approved medical or religious exemption. However, visiting players can play because they don't live in New York City or San Francisco. Um, so I don't, I don't fully understand wh- and I'm not, it's not like I'm trying to, trying to read Shams' story correctly, whether that's coming from the NBA or the local governments. And I know, mm-hmm. I know you maybe don't have that answer either, but like, that seems like a fairly big deal that. My, under, my understanding was it was the local governments. I don't know if that was. I mean, we should probably be more careful about that. and Insert that. No, I know yeah. that's why. I, that's yeah. That's why I read yeah. directly because I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That seems like a very big deal, right? Because like, I'm going to guarantee at least one net is not vaccinated. Which one? Name, name, name I, I'm not going to. We're not going to play <laughs> vaccine roulette here, okay? But I'm just going to guess, just yeah. knowing humanity at this point. I think I read that it was ninety percent of NBA players are vaccinated. Ninety nine percent of WNBA players, um, which you know, always always WNBA carry the torch. Players are yeah. always way smarter than, but yeah, pretty so, much any professional. So athletes. one out of ten is going to not be on there. There's a fifteen man roster. There's a good chance there's one one uh, hanging Chad. Um, is that what they call that a hanging Chad? Let that a political term. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, you should watch Recount. Have you seen the movie Recount? No, it's a. Uh, I think Kevin Spacey's in it, which is always like, oh my God. Um, but it's You're an HBO movie guy? about, yeah. <laughs> I've never been, you yeah. know, frankly. Right. Um, Good. House of Cards is a disaster. I don't know. Have you ever, did you watch House of Cards? Because that, that show's like Any like po- like political drama, I kind of, I don't know. The, the Sorkin stuff just never did it for me, you know? Well, yeah. So I watched West Wing when I was younger. Yeah before i realized how awful politics were so i like i was like oh mm. west wing's great now i can't watch it because i'm like this is bullshit you know yeah. this people you, don't you're hardened now you're you care about leather your leather yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> just trying to you know build bridges that's all i'm trying to do over here just trying you're to make people happy you're an absolute saint um so all i'm saying is like let's keep an eye on this unvaccinated nba players thing uh because we i think we can all observe that people feel pretty passionately about vaccines mm-hmm. um, one way or the other. And it's likely if you haven't got vaccinated at this point, you may be standing your ground a little bit on that issue. Yeah. Yeah. You're dug in. Like, like your boy, Joe Rogan. You're du- <laughs> I thought you were about to say Joe Harris. <laughs> I was like, that's him. That's the one. Well, <laughs> Curveball. Well. <laughs> no, but he didn't have a mask on at the U.S. Open. There so you I go. don't think. Um, okay. Well, that that's anything. Anything else that you want to hit about the Nets? I mean, uh, we're, we're we're sitting here in in the dead of September. Yeah, where I think we're like fifty days away from basketball Ugh, beginning. Or so something many like days. That. I really, it's it's amazing how like you, you get pretty like burnt out by the end of the season, especially after a heartbreaking, you know, playoff run or whatever. And you're like, eh, it might be good to have. And it's literally, it took me, I would say, two weeks before I was back watching feature length film YouTube mixes of Kevin Durant. Like that's it really, I'm just back. I'm really back at it. And I'm, and I'm horny for more basketball. Mike, can I just say there's, there is actually potentially oh, more breaking news. Oh my gosh. Is it, um, is it the DeAndre so, Jordan? So no, not, it's another big man. Um, uh, seven time NBA all-star LaMarcus Aldridge has been cleared to play again after passing all the necessary tests. 
the Nets are the leaders to sign oh my gosh. Aldridge. So not official yet, but that it's real who's Nets who are, now. My gosh. So oh my God. Can we take a let's so let's think about this? A lot for of weapons. A just a real all the way through 15 man deep, just weapons. <laughs> just an armory. So if if Lamarcus Aldridge does in fact sign with the Nets. Maybe Paul Millsap doesn't actually even sign because all that it said was because I will I will give Shams cover here. His agent told Shams that he was signing. Paul Millsap was out of the team, but it, there's no way you can sign both Marcus Aldridge and Paul Millsap, can you? Like you're because here's the roster. Uh, Let well, me do it think. again. Yeah, here's here it is. Okay, here who is definitely I think on the roster: Kyrie Harden, Patty Mills, Bruce Brown, Cam Thomas. That's five. Joe Harris, KD, seven. James Johnson, DeAndre Bemery is nine. I'm just, I'm cutting people out as I go. Claxton's 10, Blake's 11, Millsap's 12, Dayron Sharp's 13. DeAndre Jordan's still technically on the roster, but I'm not going to count him. So then LaMarcus Aldridge is, is 14 people. People I did not mention were Javon Carter, Kessler Edwards, Alizé Johnson, and DeAndre Jordan. I didn't count him. So that goes up to 18 people that I'm, that Alize is probably going to get cut. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That that now his non guarantee looks a lot more suspicious. Not guaranteed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it looks a lot less guaranteed. Um, yeah. So the bigs would be if Lamarcus Aldridge does in fact sign with the Nets, Claxton, Blake, Millsap, Dayron Sharp, and Lamarcus Aldridge. If DeAndre Jordan is bought out, um, let me ask you this: Do you want Lamarcus if he if he's healthy? Do you actually want him? So, I mean, I've been on the like cold water side wow, of, of the Lamarcus Aldridge thing, but, but obviously him. I That's like the it. longest pause. <laughs> Obvi- the guy is fighting to come back into the NBA, Brian. His career was cut short and you are just like, I don't really I, want what, him. what I'm trying He's to say, been, I've been th- sweating. This was my in mea culpa, Mike. You've ruined my mea culpa. This is like, I've been on the side of having having thrown cold water on the LaMarcus Aldridge spirit. But as a 15th man on your roster, having LaMarcus Aldridge. What is he, a gremlin? You're throwing water on him? Come on. <laughs> that Does that make them, it's like makes them better, right? That makes them more powerful. No, that, that makes them evil. That makes them evil. It makes them, yeah. yeah, it makes them more powerful. Yeah. For sure. Um, I'm making him more powerful here. I Well, as a 15th man, it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's honestly just amazing. If that actually happens, <laughs> like, it's stupid. It's great. Um, I... Now I just hope it does happen for just for like the just our cup is truly I've said it before, but it's the cup runneth over big time here um, as the 15th man. That's like pretty special. That's pretty spectacular. And just like I having mean, that veteran like that, that locker room is going to be so fun. Like just dudes with that amount of experience, you know, no, they're all just going to be checking their their 401ks. They're so old. Yeah, that's true. All the, all they're just talking, they're just talking about like, ta- once you get have you you've, I'm sure you've had this experience now guys just like getting around talking about taxes. I'm like, oh, no, it's this has happened. This is happening. This uh, is you. You <laughs> Guess who likes yeah. that conversation? Yeah, yeah, I can tell. I can Guess tell. Who I can see that's that twinkle who in your eye. The Democratic yeah. plan of of giving <laughs> giving me more tax yeah. money. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's the Nets almost have a situation, you know, because I think a lot of like um, sort of the injury management rest, like the Nets are going to continue to do that thing. Like the Nets, the Nets were one of the most aggressive teams in. If someone gets injured, they'll keep them out for even longer than you'd think just because they don't want to risk re-injury. And obviously, it still happened with Harden. Um, so it's never perfect. 
But if you had LaMarcus Aldridge to the team, you could basically do a thing where like Millsap is like your if you do if you never want guys to play back to backs, like Millsap's your A big man and LaMarcus Aldridge is your B on back to backs. You could have like two totally different lineups, your A team and your B team throughout the season, essentially. Mm. Like they're gonna be able to <clears throat> Nick Claxton will not get overworked, and I think that's probably the best thing. Cause I'm still concerned about like if Nick Claxton had to go into the season playing 30 minutes a game, I'm still worried about with his age and his history of injury that he would just like break down at some point and mm. tear an ACL. Mm. Where now it's like, hey, Nick Claxton's this fun weapon that they deploy at certain moments and then get 15 minutes from Marcus Aldridge, 15 minutes from Millsap, Blake's playing center at times. Um, KD never has to play the five during the regular season. That is, I mean, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous if LaMarcus Aldridge. Well, let's get this pod in the can so that we can find out about DeAndre Jordan getting cut or get bought out of it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Well, let me just do a quick Google, okay, a, a quick refresh right. of you the refresh. Twitter just to make sure that I haven't missed anything just yet. But nothing yet. So no DeAndre Jordan news. I do think it's it's interesting – Oh, and, and Shams is reporting this, and we didn't really talk about lineup construction fully yet, but Shams has been saying that Millsap will have an opportunity to start along Kyrie, Harden, and Durant. Yeah, I guess. And, yeah, Here and there. Yeah. I'm not going to debate it. I'm not going mean, to care like, so much about a starting lineup. We did 30 starting lineups last year, so, I mean, what is yeah. that? What is that yeah, worth? We, we all are – everyone's going to start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I just do this one thing? Okay. So let, let's just say Pleasure. it's Ky, Kyrie Harden, Joe Harris, KD, and Blake are starting. That means the bench, just pure bench unit, is Patty Mills and Bruce Brown. Probably like James Johnson and Bembry. But really, it's probably James Johnson and like Claxton and Millsap, right? Like you wouldn't, you would go one of those, like Cl- Millsap would play the four. That's like an amazing. It's mm, pretty good. for a team this good at the top. That's an amazing middle class. Mm. That's like, and I'm going to compare this to something. It's like the Washington D.C. area. You know, the thing about the Washington D.C. area is that the government. Wow. There's so many people that work in government that live in this area, and in lobbying, is that it's almost a recession-proof area because no matter what's happening out there in the world, the government's humming along. Yeah, you know. Yep. It's a swamp that can't be drained. There's a lot of you know, I, 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 too many political comments today, right? <laughs> there was many. that one. There was that one guy on our iTunes reviews who told us that the one guy can't stop talking about Trump, and that's why he gave us a one star review, <laughs> which was which was aimed at you. <laughs> I think you, talk, I think you dra- dropped his name like maybe five times in four years, but I really yeah, tried not to talk that, about him. That was enough. That was really enough for that guy. Yeah, try not to. Yeah. That's just because I don't. Sure, um, I don't like to. Uh, so yeah, so it's it's an amazing upper crust, top end. We have the the fifteen twenty million dollar homes on that certain street, and we mm. also have a lot of two point five million dollar homes with the pool in the back, mm. and everyone's happy. And these are thirty year homes. Yep, you know it's it's a home where you know your kids can grow up in. Where it's a great neighborhood. I mean, it's a real Good schools. It's Montclair. <laughs> it's a nice. Hey, great town. Great town. But are the schools as good in Montclair as they are in like some other places? They're overrated. Summit. I think they're overrated. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. I apologize for everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We are the Glue Guys. We'll be in your ears all summer long as we're doing this. We're going to do our cocktails episode. Please send in 
If you're still listening, please send in your cocktail ideas for oh. us. What we do is Brian and I come up with cocktails based off of Nets players. So one year, Brian, didn't you do like a a Doom? Yeah. You, you got like... It was a Diablo 2 CD-ROM. <laughs> <laughs> that was the coaster for the Jared Allen beverage. Um, which I, which also had a gummy bear or no, a, a gummy worm. That was like a, yes. like sort of like in the, in the mezcal it was or whatever. Gummy like, worm, I'm yeah. pretty sure because it like, yeah, it really it leached burnt. into the, yeah. Um, so one year I did with KD, I did like a, a, a Greek liqueur because of Achilles. Oh yeah. That one was, that one was rough. The anise yeah. flavor thing. Oh yeah. my gosh. That's really. <laughs> um, so this year I would really love it if. Uh, and I'll solicit more of this. If someone could if we email netspot at Gmail or tweet at us ideas, keep them somewhat reasonable. I'm going to try to to drink one of our fans' concoctions. Multiple. We're going to make a day of it. Yeah, a whole day. <laughs> back back to our virgin pina coladas. Let's get out of here. Um, where can they find us everywhere else? Twitter, at, at guys, Discord, Nets Daily. TikTok. Discord, it's in the description in the YouTube. If you're on YouTube, check that out. Just pop that link into your browser, and it'll take you to where we're all hanging out. It's it's the access point, you know. Mike's going to be on there, too. We're going to be playing Fantasy this year. So get in there. Get in there. Um, yeah, and so, and thanks. More news, too. And down to your, Jordan's about to get bought out, So, but we haven't. We can't break that now. Yeah. Bye, everybody. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.